Hi, welcome back to 26 and Under, the anime podcast where we review an anime that's 26 episodes or under. I'm one of the hosts, Robert. Join with me today are Matt? my assistants. <laughs> Matt? I'm Henry, but I'm not an assistant. I'm also not an assistant because I'm the one that made the idea for the podcast. You see, here's the funny thing is that I'm also an assistant, so technically they're my assistant assistants. What? Wait, if we're all assistants. <laughs> today we're talking about the anime Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is a 12-episode anime that aired in 2003 that was licensed by Sentai Filmworks created by Ufotable. If I got all that right. Was it created by Ufotable? Yeah, it was created by Ufotable. Um, it is a show starring a group of uh, adolescents to adults, um, ranging from any age of uh, between numbers. And one of them... They're they're all basically superheroes or supervillains, but they're not like in space. They're feared as being super bad villains, but they literally can't do anything. Uh, I believe it's more along the lines of they all they all did one major crime, one that, major crime that, that they're known for, and then like that, they, that put, got them put into jail, and then. They, uh, but they're actually like inept 90% of the time. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Um, and then one of the, one of the people who's from uh, a toy company, she goes to Earth to look for someone who can wear a power suit, uh, that's invented by the toy company. Um, and then, you know, that's where we get the main character. Uh, we're just going to talk about this in the character rundown anyway. And then the plot will make more sense afterwards. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about the it, first impressions. It's, it's a comedy bit. It's, it's a big comedy bit. Superheroes and inept supervillains and inept and, superheroes. And no one can find out their actual identity. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll cause trouble because they all live in the same apartment. Complex. Oh, no, no. They've, they've said if anybody finds out your identity, you're the, the company the that whole you thing's are working done. for is disqualified and you're gone. And then if any of the prisoners get their identities find out, found out, they go back to prison. Yeah, yeah. so that was no one wanted to get found out at all. And they all live in the same house. And they all live so in you the learn same just house. how stupid everyone is. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, is is beautiful how it's stupid beautiful. everybody is. <laughs> but I was ha- I was half expecting when they finally do the re- like the big reveal thing for uh, one of the characters watching the news, seeing them say who the character was, he was still not going to know. Nope, <laughs> absolutely not. It, no one even posted anything really in the news about anything that happened on Earth. Like there was literally no news for nope. anything that happened. It was mostly just in space that they were doing it, but yep. that was about it. All right. So first impressions, who do we want to start with? I'll do it. Okay. I'll um, be lost. So first impression, I didn't know what the show was about. Uh, it was very goofy looking. And when I started watching the first episode, uh, it was my style of comedy. Uh, it's the shows that I used to watch a lot when I was a kid. Things like rave master, Bo Bo Bo, uh, <laughs> fairy tale stuff like that that i used to watch when i was a kid so it really brought back that uh childlike wonder of waking up saturday mornings and not wanting to go outside because i live in a desert henry uh i ended up enjoying this way more than i thought i would uh i expected this just to be another dumb silly thing and it wasn't and that was nice matt sorry um uh, so, as a person that had, ne- 
I think I've actually heard people talk about the anime before, but I've never seen it. Um, this anime was literally made for me to watch, it feels, as I am a person that consumes literally everything that this anime is about. Um, this anime does a lot of commentary on, at the time, the superhero, the superhero tokusatsu genre. Um, where the main character literally puts on a common Rider belt and turns into a mini Ultraman. And then one of the other characters is literally a mix of Sailor Moon and Bubblegum Crisis. You, holy shit. <laughs> you didn't realize that? No. Oh, no, yeah. I figured that out pretty quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then each of the villains uh, represent just like the different stupid anime genres that were super popular in the 2003s. Yeah. So, yep. like, Curry Saburo is not only um, the mad scientist normal villain that you have in the, in the Sentai uh, films that makes giant robots, right? He's also just Captain Harlock from, like, the 70s and a space pirate which is a which was a huge thing back then then you have Sayuri who is there to be just the et, the commentary on the etchy anime and like she's just there for fan to show off fan service and everything and be a dominatrix and then you have uh Uri who is kind of the take on or Edelweiss she was the take on like a dark magical girl like no no she's not a dark magical girl she's literally just a magical girl yeah like legitimately everything about her character is a magical girl and then she's also the spoiled the spoiled brat uh character type which is hilarious she can't peel a fucking apple to save her life (laughs) still can't do it um so like everything of this anime just compounded and then like there are episodes in this anime that are commentaries on just things in the in the anime culture, and as I kept watching it, I just went, "This anime is too good for it's just too good for me." Like, I, <laughs> this is a prime. This is top I, shelf. I, was, I'm, I was very worried about going on to very long, com- very long rants about like everything in this anime. So I would say this anime actually did, and I don't say this about a lot of animes from that time. This one aged like a fine wine, I think. Yeah, it got better as time went on. Oh, also, to be fair, we also have to state this: not a single one of us watched this in Japanese. No, no, because I think it's on High Dive. It was on High Dive. Uh, Yeah, High Dive only had an English dub. Yep. And man, is a 2003 English dub perfect for this? (laughs) This is like if they actually like if they tried. To do a normal dub for ghost stories, this is probably what it would have been. But like, oh, man, like, uh, they got some really deep cuts in some of that comedy, and it was they beautiful. Did. They did. It was pretty good. All right, so uh, that's everybody's first impressions of this anime. Uh, if you kind of tell, I one hundred percent like this anime. I was just like, wanted yeah. to talk about all that bullshit. Um, so now we'll run do, run through all our characters, starting with Suzuo. Uh, he is our main character. He is Dakota. <laughs> he, he's a struggling college student that moved to the big city in order to find a job because he wanted to start making money and he wanted to make his mom proud. But he was kind of behind on a lot of, like, things that happen in the real world. So, like, w- well, when he thought a company went under... <laughs> 
no, no, no. So I, I, I really want to talk about that because that, yeah. that was my favorite. So um, <laughs> Suzuo is the stereotypical uh, like out uh, from the small town into the big city character. Yep. Where he does not understand the social norms of the big city. And he doesn't understand terminology used in the big city because he came from, like, small rural town where, like... When they you would hear, play the crick. <laughs> yeah. When you hear something collapses, you think that the place collapses, not that the build, not that the... Yeah, like a, a job. Yeah. <laughs> like, that the they went out of business. Went, went, yeah, and that misunderstanding is... Oh, my God. Uh, so you have... the So he's, like, 100% like gullible idiot. Mm. Um, and then... He is also, but he's also like, he's brave when he can, when he thinks, or when he thinks there's something pushing him forward, but 90% of the time he is a coward. Yeah, basically. Um, and he, and as I said, he's gullible to no end. So you tell him something is doing something and he will do, and he will think that it is working as we find out with his, uh, major thing that is supposed to make his suit work yes oh, the, yeah. uh, the, the ra- zealous waves of uh, <laughs> something the zealous waves of bravery yeah the zealous waves of bravery but we learned very quickly in the first episode that those, those that was not installed in the suit well yeah the only thing that, that was installed in the suit is the thing that plays his the speaker. yes the thing that plays yeah. the music <laughs> <laughs> so everything he did was on his own uh, but he was granted this gift of the suit of Dakota by Kosuzu, or as her alien name is Tadpopo. Yep. Who is uh, Tadpopo? Tadpopo. Who is effectively our um, our comment? Like I want to say commentary on the what what actually is the point of any kind of common writer or power yeah. rangers series which is the toy company that wants to sell the toys yeah, yeah. Like, suzuo is us very and then, about it. <laughs> like suzuo is us as the viewer and then kosuzu is the one who explains the questions that suzuo has or what we have as our own questions like who is that what did they do what does this do yeah she explains that to us without us ever having that. And then she gets to be the little sister character. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I mean, that is part of her character. Yes, she her is character actually... is pretending to be the little sister of Suzuo. Well, yep. I think also Suzuo just starts to see her as the little sister. Something like and that. And she starts to see him as a big brother. Like, Yeah. Then that hit me in the feels like later on. Yeah. It made me big, the big sad. Uh, so next up we have Asuka. Who is the rival for Suzuo, as she is uh, she is Neuroloid Girl, the effective combination of Bubblegum Crisis and Sailor Moon, um, and she works f- well. I guess she technically got hired by a competing company, uh, a com- yeah, yeah, to, a competing to, company to see whose suit would be the best power suit. Which I would like to point out, if the Galaxy Police in- enforced her her suit. I don't know how that fits on a dude. That'll uh, be fine. <laughs> it, 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 it would be a little bit different. Um, Matt, if the Ginyu Force has taught me anything. <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way in spandex. Um, but so she is very... So her character archetype is very much the uh, dr- uh, like older lady that is 
constantly like drinking and older partying. lady she's like damn near the same age as suzuo yeah but she acts like or i guess like the 20 year old that yeah that she's she's the brash parties. she's she's masato yeah basically she is 100 percent masato from that Ava. see and yeah. i was trying so hard not to make Ava <laughs> parallels to these characters but god damn it was it so hard i mean i mean i think that's the only one i could make an Ava parallel to not parallel but like a bizarro shinji is suzuo Who's just like a comedic doof, uh, but brave when he so. wants to be. I don't I, think so. I disagree highly. Yeah. I'll explain it later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not on this podcast. Um. So Asuka's character is very fun to watch as she does a lot of like her humor is most of the time either she's a drunk or b just deadpan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a or b. <laughs> There's, there's no middle ground with her. It's um, one way or the other. So after her, we get our first... We, of finally, our, we finally get into the villains. The villains. Villains, in quotation marks. Villains. Yeah. Uh, so first so, one is Kurosaburo. Kurosaburo, also known as Dr. Marinflower. Yep. Um, he is introduced as a megalomaniacal scientist that's hell-bent on just... He taking is, stuff over. He is the stereotypical. I'm gonna make big giant machine to, to destroy, destroy city, to destroy, <laughs> to destroy city, city, and to and do the stuff. As the first episode, he is literally having his giant robot walk over to all these restaurants to get food. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and then and then fight. But he is literally walking around destroying the city and this giant robot to get a bunch of snacks, eat his snacks, and then fight. And not only is he like his his villain side, what uh, actually it's kind of his normal side too, but whatever. He <laughs> he's he's a big neat. Oh yeah, like a huge neat. He, he loves playing video games. He's got anime merch everywhere. Like he, oh I mean, my god, he sits and plays dating sims constantly. He is yeah. literally the uh, he has his robot assistant, which is like it him to the max. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, he's living the dream, honestly. He, he gets to live the dream. <laughs> I mean, except when he has to go out and make his money through uh, Dude, he just sells people. shit. <laughs> <laughs> scamming people with the robots. He, he just sells stuff. <laughs> no, that is a scam. You saw he's, what she did. <laughs> he's just a casual salesman. It's great. Um, but in the episode that he's introduced, which is in the first episode, there's this uh, thing that harkens back to Suzo's character not really understanding. Because the first time he heard that my business collapsed, he was like, oh, that's bad. Uh, the building broke down. Like, no, 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 my company went under. And he's like, oh, okay. So every time he's trying to call a different place to get hired, they keep <laughs> telling me that my building's collapsed. Yeah. And, and so after... he thinks like, oh, no, the business keeps going yeah. under. He's like, no, the flowers is destroying so them. <laughs> Yeah, the economy is being ruined. No, everything's it's, going under. But every place he called literally just got destroyed by Kurosaburo's yeah. <laughs> giant monster. So it's like that that sort of misunderstanding that the show does is, is just one the of show. the most amazing things. Yeah. Uh, so the next character we have is Kurika, who uh, is her robot. His uh, Kurosaburo's robot. Kurosaburo's uh, assistant ro- or robot assistant mm-hmm. who. Um, Takes the guise of his granddaughter when they're in their human forms. Yep. yep. Uh, she kind of is the uh, older, the older uh, sister archetype, where she is kind of watching over everybody, like she's the like she's their teacher or something yeah. like that. And she is 
she doesn't have a lot of comedy bits. She's most of the time more down to earth. She's kind Actually, of no. She has good comedy bits because her comedy bits are just not reacting to the stupid. Oh shit. yeah, no hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Like like a certain episode when everybody's all like. He obviously is like in love with. Do I, we talk about it later. Yeah, <laughs> we can get to and it. She's just like not even like paying attention. No, <laughs> she she just does not care. She's like, oh, this is fine. This is perfectly normal. Uh, this is what healthy twenty to fifty year olds do on a common basis, she, right? She, yeah, she is. Oh god, but she's a very supportive character. Yeah, uh, she's trying to so not not even just to Curry Sopro. She is very. Uh, caring for everyone else in the household yeah oh yeah like that's the whole thing about the dynamic between everyone in cosmos house like they're all they all feel like a family and it shows like that they developed it in 12 episodes yeah well they did a good job it's the way that uh i understand japanese apartment complexes are because you're so close together in those apartment complexes like you saw how cosmos house looks it's yeah it's literally eight rooms all like within five me- fi- feet of each other, and you are probably going to see one of your neighbors, and you're going to have to talk, t- and you're going to have to talk to them. Like it, it's one of those things that is just the community itself is more of a is a much closer knit community than I feel like at least in Vegas where we live are um yeah, apartment, apartment yeah, complexes yeah, 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 yeah. because like. You could literally walk out of some of the apartment complexes and not see anybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next up, we have Sayuri, who is the definition of here for fan service. Yeah. (laughs) She is never, never not showing off cleavage. Never not. She is also a dominatrix. Yep. With a manslave. Her her shtick is that she so she has a her little S and M friend uh, Pierre, and he basically has the abilities to transform into any animal, but only, that they've come into contact with, but, but only once he gets hit and reaches a state of euphoria <laughs> that only people who enjoy S and M can reach. Yeah. Uh, and and the funny thing too is that the special ability is called S and M, and there was a long discussion oh. with like how <laughs> it's the whole point of the fun part of it is they uh. specifically wrote it so it would be called S and M. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. I this show, and, the show keeps giving, and her and their characters were S and M. Yeah. And then the and the best part about that character is he doesn't have any control over the animal form he takes. Uh he does a little bit. <laughs> like when the when the time demands he can transform like he transformed into the lion on the spaceship at the Yes, you're right. When it finally mattered for him to transform yes. into the correct animal, he did. But in most given situations he will turn into a seal. <laughs> or something more useless. Oh, definitely something more useless. Every time. Every time. Every time. Uh, but she's kind of like the... the uh, She's the... Uh, stepmom? No. No? She, she's the uh, person that everybody usually falls for, but the main character is not... Um, yeah. The main character doesn't care about her feminine wilds. Yeah. So she, so she immediately is trying to make him fall in love with her. Like, that is the... And that is their out of... 
that is their household dynamic. Dynamic. Dynamic is she is constantly flirting with him to try but, to like. But good God, if she did not want to get found out, why the fuck were they wearing rubber robo suits in the beginning when they got introduced? Like, she's trying to blend in to look like a normal human citizen, but like. She's got little antennas <laughs> coming out of her head, and, well, and like Pierre has them too, Rob, and they're wearing Pierre space getup. Pierre never doesn't have the stupid antenna, yeah. yeah, or have anything to hide his pink skin color. Yeah, unfortunate. Uh, like legitimately, nobody was looking. Nah, not really. And then our last villain is Ruri, Ruri, or, or her villain Edelweiss. Edelweiss. We didn't actually say Sayuri's name, which is Hyacinth. Hyacinth. Uh, so we have Ruri, who is a who is your and um, Pierre's just man slave. I think I don't remember what is. It, no, his name is Pierre. Both they as- can't get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Ruri, okay, Edelweiss is a uh, she. So her answer. Uh, so her power is that she's from a royal bloodline that her blood can make monsters effectively as well. Yep. Uh, she, uh, specifically, uh, monsters out of clay, yeah. golems, as you Go- will. Yeah. So uh, she has a special molding clay that she can make scary mon- like like the monster that she makes is based on her diabolical intent at that time. Oh no! It's uh, it was proportionate to how evil it looks. Is that how it was? Yes. Yeah. Oh, She's not oh, really good yeah. at making them yet. Yeah. So they're very yeah. simple, so they're not all that effective. Like, <laughs> like the first one we're introduced to is just like a giant slime octopus thing. Like, it just looks yep. cute as hell. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, they all pudding. do. And it's yeah. just like, what? And then she makes a little koala. and <laughs> A yeah. slug at one point yeah. when they were, oh, well, the slug is in the episode we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, her, she... When she joins the house, she is kind of the distant child because she didn't have a. She was always bullied in school and all. She that was stuff. ostracized for her blood. Yeah, so uh, when she comes to the house, she's be she's kind of distant towards everyone, and Suzuo reaches out and uh, befriends her. So she, of course, falls in love with him. At yeah. first, it was. At first, it was a whole, like, uh, stranger danger, don't talk to me. I just want to peel this apple in peace. But wait, I can show you how. Because I'm hungry. Because I have no food. Because I'm a starving 20-year-old. They got royally gypped on. They got royally okay. gypped on. <laughs> you guys are getting paid for like. Wait, you guys are getting. Paid. You guys are getting so much money. I'm getting two thousand. What? The the actual wait. You guys are getting paid. Yeah. Oh yeah, my money is like massive, and I'm like, how much are they being paid? Like, yeah, I get paid four thousand a month. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, that's how much he got no, paid. No no, 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 I know. And then he's like, wait, what are you guys getting paid? Oh, like way more than that. <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, she she develops an attachment to Suzuo. Uh, says that he's her coach. Um, oh yeah, because he's teaching her how to peel apples and yep. other stuff. But that's pretty much the rundown of all of the main characters. There's some side characters that are that's our character rundown and basically our plot rundown. <laughs> yeah, like most <laughs> yeah. of the plot kind of revolves around the characters getting into stupid hijinks. It's a lot of just the character interactions uh, when we first introduce them as their villains, and then later on once they're incorporated into the the housing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and there's never a point where somebody is actually going to show like accidentally going to show that they are this character like they literally go oh we need to go do something and they all leave at the same time 
Oh, we're ways. all gonna go oh, do something, change. and then they come back, and it's just like, <laughs> there's. So what are you all doing retarded. here? Like, mm, no one can put A and B together in the show, no matter how smart they are. And oh god, I mean, though, it was very apparent from the first episode where it's uh, Curry Saburo, Curry Saburo, and, and, Suzuo. And, and Suzuo both come back, and they're like sweating. They're like, they, they, they just look at each other. And where have sweating. I seen that before? I've seen. And he's gonna recognize me. No, it, can't, who you it are. can't be him. No, yeah, yeah. They both look at each other and then they go, "Nah, can't be." Can't and I be. thought, and I was like, they, "So they both know each other's there, know. but they don't. But if they out the other one, the other one outs them." No, they're just actually stupid. No, they're just actually dumb. And then it happened a second time, and then it just proved that everybody was with Oscar, and then it's just like, huh. Purple hair. That's uh, it's it's pretty. Welcome to Cosmos House. Yes. Let's go get drunk. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, where have I seen that dumb face before? Hmm. And then he, his shirt, his shirt has <laughs> Dakota on it, and no one says anything. Listen, he's just a Dakota fan, okay? <laughs> he's a Dakota fan can't. when Dakota only existed in on oh, Earth God, for like a week. I was just waiting for them to start selling action figures of the villains and heroes oh at some God, point. That would have been amazing. I would have just died. Please. Oh, oh, we have to talk about an episode that I forgot to put on here. Yeah, well, well we're getting to that now. Yeah. Okay. It'll okay. be. It's like right before the finale, so it's fine. So this is going to be like how we normally do with these uh, non-episodic animes, uh, where we just pick our, some of our favorite episodes. No, it is episodic. Stop that. <laughs> It, it's the one there's no continuity between episodes i mean there some continuity <laughs> but it's not like uh, something never mind okay so we start off uh our college student that is poor and trying to find his job keeps running into or runs into his or goes to his first job and is like what do you mean you've collapsed he's like your building's still fine. He's like, no, 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 no. Company Our business, what we, we got, we went bankrupt. I can't hire you or pay you. And he's like, oh, oh, all no. right. Well, I'm gonna try finding another job. Runs into uh, this little girl. Runs up to him. He's like, hey, I've got a job for you. You're the perfect size for this suit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need you to be our mascot. And he immediately goes, "This is a you're old, crazy." <laughs> no, no, crazy. he he does not say you're crazy. He goes, ah. This is a person that is working for like a almost out of business toy company. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he immediately catches on. It's like mm, you're going out of business, aren't you? Uh, I'm gonna take my services elsewhere. Oh, and yeah. she oh, constantly is saying like trademark and all this stuff yeah. in, the, in the initial pitch, and he's like, ah, so this is a this is this is a toy thing, or me being like a stage a stage actor for this stuff, and this is not going to stay along, stay up very well. This is long, not so. going to be a very uh, stable job. So, so no, no, <laughs> I'm going to run away. And then he runs away and starts calling all these other jobs, and they all keep saying they've collapsed as a giant robot is constantly breaking all of these stores. Yep, one after the other, my my shop has collapsed. <laughs> My store, my my restaurant collapsed. Like, oh no, the economic downturn in this country. <laughs> the economy is just tanking so bad. What am I going to do? Wait. And then he he comes back to her and he's like, I will t- I will be Dakota. And she's like, Oh, excellent. Here's your boat. Here's and, and he changes into Dakota. He's like, Wait, what? He's like, She's like, Oh yeah, no. Well, you're supposed to fight that guy. And she he's like. Wait, I thought I was just, like, advertising <laughs> for your toy line. What do you mean fighting? I, I'm not cut out to fight. <laughs> Surprise. And it's just like, no, wait, but you have the alpha zealous waves of... Bravery. Bravery. 
in the suit that will once you turn it on uh it will, it will increase your you. fighting it capabilities will, will, by inspiring you with your own theme music well no it will really override your brain waves to make you courageous so you will be able to fight yeah so he turns it on and then immediately is no no like, not immediately oh, yeah. uh, it, like he's like oh cool like with this i can take on dr Marinflower, who's the one terrorizing the town um and it's just like a uh, neuroloid girl's also there but she's getting taken out she can't really do anything to Marin Flower. it's kind of like that whole uh we have to show the main character is actually strong and um main character gets stepped oh on does absolutely nothing and then tries to like he do a, a rider kick into a- <laughs> into the body of Dr. Marin Flower's robot and um face plants he face plants in and br- still destroys Marin- it yeah Marin Flower's robot uh, and then at the end of it, they are wa- he's walking up with uh, Kosuzu to have his house uh, housing, which is part of his pay. Yeah, and you get an all expenses Mar- paid house. And Marinflower and, uh, and Marinflower is walking up. They're neither in their costumes and in their uh, alternate I- uh, alternate identities, and look at each other and like, that's a familiar face. And where have in. I seen that face before? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Familiar face. Greet each other. Yeah. with handshakes. And 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 warm praises, and then go in. Yeah, and then go in, and then it's just like, ah, oh, cool, everything's all fine. And then we get a little monologue by Tad Popo at the end, saying, um, "Man, I wish we could figure out where Ma- who Marin Flower is." <laughs> but so one of the things that Matt was alluding to is that when he activated the suit a little bit later on, uh, Tad Popo gets a call from the person who runs who made the suit basically yeah and he's like oh uh when we were constructing the final iteration of the suit we forgot to put in the alpha zealous waves of bravery so the suit currently doesn't have it just the background music and she's like whoa i shouldn't tell him that and she never does she never did (laughs) he never found out she almost does near the end of the anime oh god that was that had me dying (laughs) where it's just like haha this blocks the zealous waves of bravery ah, i can't use it no no, no. no wait, wait you're not affected by it nothing's actually happening. <laughs> no, my, my favorite actual point was not that one where she was about to tell him it it was she's she was about to tell him it before he was about to fight something like near the end when they're in the spaceship right oh yeah and yeah. she's about to go well you know those alpha waves of bravery she's like about to say it and i'm like why why now why when he's like at the at the finish line are you going to tell him well those don't work you had a perfect time when he thought that they weren't working (laughs) but he's i I would have actually been a lot more like proud of the show if he realized like oh these weren't working the whole time were they like it was just me being brave oh no 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 that would that would not be in part of his character it wouldn't be part of his character all right so uh we then have the introduction of Sayuri and uh, Ruri as they get dropped onto Earth. Uh, Sayuri in her Hyacinth costume fights Neuroloid Girl. And uh, then it just turns into a who's who's sluttier. Like, that's basically all it is. Just, they're just casting shade at each other. Yep, they are. And then uh, Ruri is, fights Dakota, which... Oh, is just she makes a giant slime thing and then he goes flick and it and she Punch. runs Bam. and then she runs away and is like 
I'm not running away or crying. <laughs> you, you are. are. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, they all go to live in that in the house. And the only one that has a disguise that is 100%, I can believe, nobody could tell it was her, was Ruri. Yeah. Because she ties up her hair. It is a different color. Like, and she is, like, that's all she needs. That's all you need to do. But literally every other character looks pretty much like their character without their costume on. Well, I mean, technically Tadpopo doesn't have, well, no, she does have the crew cut. It's just brown. It's just brown instead of green. Yeah. Yeah, they're all really bad at hiding their identities. Yes. That's what makes us so much better. (laughs) Only one person is trying to hide their identity. Well, I mean, technically speaking, you could say two people. Because Marinfly was a robot. Like, she technically, you could tell. You are right. The robot that could not fit unless she looked like a human is also trying, but Marin Flower is literally wearing glasses instead of his robotic glasses. He just looks like Hip Grandpa. He also wears a different shirt. He wears a Hawaiian. He wears Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> he wears an unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt. He's he's a cool grandpa. He's the Hip Grandpa instead of his lap coat. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get to go to fun little episodes, and I'm going to add one that we forgot to put on the list when okay. we come to it. So, our first fun little episode is it's really hot in the summer. Uh, yeah, so it's hot. so really hot. hot. Like, so, they they're like, they, they need to come up with an idea of, like, what are we going to do? Well, there's good news. Good news. The deluxe complex just opened up a new pool. Yeah. But there's a downside. It's expensive. <laughs> it costs, for, it costs like, 2,050 yen a person or something yeah. like that. And they're like, huh, let's pool our money together. And they barely have enough They have enough for one, for one person. person. So then they have the idea of like, well, let's have a race then. Yeah, have a race. Whoever wins the race gets to go take a dip in the pool. Yeah, easy, easy fair. peasy, easy, and, and fair. then it turns into wacky races. It, well, yeah, <laughs> it's and Marin Flowers Dick Dastardly. <laughs> we, we have Marin Flowers Dick Dastardly. The Dakota and Neuroloid Girl are actually competing, and then the other two, oh, one God. is riding like a tri a, a, a tricycle, and is Ruri's riding, and Vice is riding a tricycle and fucking Hyacinth's on Pierre (laughs) well yes of course (laughs) what else was Hyacinth gonna ride why didn't he turn into an animal why would that work (laughs) I don't know that makes sense he can't turn into an animal why why didn't they do it uh, no no they did it as their villain (laughs) as their villains in superhero costumes so Dakota is riding on that bike but Neuroloid girl just gets to fly why didn't she just turn him into like a horse? Or anything, like something, anything besides anything. I miss that detail. That makes that entire race <laughs> way dumber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because she's riding him in his human form and just like <sighs> smack, smack. Oh, that's that. No, Pierre does have one thing about his uh his uh villain costume from his normal form. He is wearing a blindfold and a gag. Yeah. And not wearing clothes. Not wearing clothes. That's why it's really hard to figure out who he is. <laughs> yes. Could, could, could you figure out? But anyway, they're racing, and uh, there's some shenanigans that happen at the end, and it's uh, Marinflower that crashes through the building, correct? No, it is Or was Neuroloid it Neuroloid Girl? Girl. Yeah. That's right. Neuroloid Girl loses control of her suit. And then flies into the pool and destroys Destroys the complex. (laughs) So they all go to the public pool. So then they go back into their civilian costumes. And first it's... uh, (laughs) First it's Suzuo and... um, 
whatever her name Kosuzu. is. Kosuzu. Kosuzu. I never remember her normal name. Uh, uh, but they go to the pool first. Um, and then every- they run into everyone at the same time. Asuka's there in her one piece. Highest or Sairi's wearing literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mar- <laughs> Curry Sabro is wearing like probably the best bathing suit ever because it's just that it's that man singlet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just amazing. Uh so you've got everybody in their in their swimsuits. Oh and, and, all... and Ruri's wearing a, a cute little little child number. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have everybody in their swimsuits and everything. And then uh, a race gets announced. And they're like, literally The winner of the race. Okay, so everyone wanted a specific thing because they were asked, what would I want to win? Oh, I would want to win this. No, I would want to win this. This, this, this. And then they go to the table where it is and they look and see it's everything they have each want. So they're like, oh, I got to go real fast. I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. Only if there's a year's supply of beer, year's supply of beer is on the thing. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go do something gotta, real fast. I gotta go to the bathroom. Back. And they all come back as their villain as it, superheroes, it, and it's like, I see. We all wanted. We all. We are all going to participate together as the team for this team swimming event. So Dakota's the one. Dakota, you swimming. are first. <laughs> Oh, it fails spectacularly. Uh, super Dakota dive! Oh, he's just stuck in the pool the whole time. <laughs> Finally gets back to the apartment. She's there. Oh, Are you what's okay? the matter? Knocks on suit. Water sprays out everywhere. <laughs> it was a sad night for everyone. Oh, but it was funny. Oh, it was so good. So good. All right, and then the next episode, which is the cringiest episode mm. to watch in the entire anime. Mm. Well, yeah, but they could not include it. No, they, they, they couldn't. <laughs> so everybody except for Dakota. Yeah, except for except for Suzuo. Suzuo yeah. is the only one not currently at home watching TV, but everyone else is watching TV at the same time. They are playing a the, soap the opera. The same TV show. The, the same, same TV, TV show. show. The same Everybody soap always opera. watches the same TV show on TV. Big Brother. <laughs> Big Brother. <laughs> what are we doing on the bed? Okay, no. That is the worst part. Is Rory is supposed to be like an eight-year-old, and she is watching a thing that yeah. ends with sex. Like, where is oh. her parents? Like, <laughs> Where is her fake parents in all this? By or that way, fucking baby. Where's that okay, baby at? I, I need some because that baby's fucking great. The, Not gonna lie, when the, when he takes like uh, the fucking clay and makes it into a dog, like give me that back. No, I'm gonna start crying. Like, no, uh, what do you want? No, 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 no. Half of the clay, uh, a little bit more. <laughs> my, my point is, I need to know: Did she mind control a family? Or were they all clay mate clay clay constructions? Uh, no, I think they were all uh, actual people. It's yeah. much like the ray that um, Tad Popo has to erase minds. Okay, I'm pretty sure like, they were just like they were just mind. Because when they first introduced them, I was like, oh, okay, she does know how to clay clay make stuff. She's just an idiot when she's in for superhero. Because because why would she get mad at one of her claymations playing with her clay? Like it doesn't seem yeah. to make sense like that. That was an actual baby. Okay, but anyway, so we have them all watching this oh stupid soap opera, and and the, the the premise theory leads to everybody. Clearly, thinks- Suzuo and Kosuzu are 
It is Kosuzu uh, thinks that oh Kosuzu that thinks Suzuo. Suzuo is going to make a move on her for a while, and then everybody else is trying to emulate being a little sister so that they can get closer to Suzuo, except for Asuka. Asuka's and just Karika. like Asuka's throwing all this away, and she's just like, no, yeah. it's not true. Like they're siblings. You can't do something like that. And then Marin Flower's like, and wait. The best part. All is, of them come here. The best part is Marin Flower giving all the advice. Let me teach you a bit of my uh, studery. Come sit, <laughs> sit and watch me play. Oh yes, and then and, and Ruri and Sayuri are taking notes. Yeah, they're just like, ha- Whoa. and then after they all try the, try their thing, right? And, oh no! They and, try to shoot their shot, and it's and not. And Suzuo just doesn't see it, and he's and uh, Marinflower is like, "Ah, oh, yes, here," and gives him the stupid little sister dating game. And I literally look at this. I'm like, "This fucking game is exactly the kind of trash that needs to stop <laughs> existing currently." And then he plays it, and he's just like, "Oh, this is oh, just this, goofy stuff. This is just a fun mm-hmm. video game. Like it's it's dumb. You're dating your sisters or whatever, but like it's kind of fun." And she's just, like, getting all sorts of, like, no vibes. Like, don't. And then they're, they're sleeping, and Kosuz is just, like, kind of a little bit panicking, and she sees, and he's like, oh, he's just asleep. Like, he's not going to do anything. Yeah, and then she's, and she's a cockroach she's running a across cockroach. the floor, and she screams, and then everyone's just like, oh, no, what could that be? And, and then naturally. Poor Suzuo, he's <laughs> like, I'm going to be a good guy. Naturally, like, they, they come in, and Suzuo is over Kosuzu, in their bed, in their bed area, and everybody's like, "Oh no, we were right!" And then they all turn into villain and superhero forms, and, and they all have their cold shower. Out. Basically, they yeah. they go down yeah. to the uh, to the little riverside area, and they're all just like going crazy. Edelweiss is riding a snail, <laughs> breaking stuff. Oscar's uh, punching a wall. <laughs> no, 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 my favorite part of this is Kurt, is Marin Flower showing up, going, "Hey guys, I didn't know we were getting together today. <laughs> like, I didn't know we were getting together." <laughs> and and then, they're all panicking. And, and, like, you know, and they're like, "Dakota, do you have a little sister?" And he's like, well, uh, "Yeah, yeah." Do you? Are you trying to fuck your sister? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> No, and he gives this like big brave speech, and then everyone's just like, "Oh, I guess they really, yeah, they really wouldn't do anything like that. They're their brother's sister. Everyone's all cool now and calm. Oh, they all just go home. They'll just go home. And then at the very end, you have the uh, the 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 same show playing, and now it's the teacher being like the the kid falling in love with the teacher, and Sayer is just er, and Kurika's just, just like. like now this is the one we need to pay attention to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, we're gonna ignore Kurika's dream for what I the one I wrote for Kurika's dream because this one's way better. It's the one where we actually have the TV program going on, the space TV program with the producer that's constantly like trying to be make it super perverted in a reality. Oh show yeah, with all the camera angles. <laughs> yeah, where they're trying to get their ratings the up. Episode. It's the hot spring episodes when they go out to, uh... Oh, my God. That episode was just debauchery. Oh, it was so good, though. And then the whole... Everything crashed when they caught a bit of the, uh... Of the, of the male... So, yeah. The, the male pee because of that. And then they're like, okay, turn it around. Turn it into... Turn it into the normal superhero affair. So they have... Uh, and this entire thing... So there's a character we really didn't talk about. Because he's not in a lot of the episodes. That's, uh... Police Chief uh, M- uh, Mogu Mokumo. Mogu Mokuro. Mogu Mokuro. There we are. 
I even I can't say his name correctly. <laughs> you might as well just call him Moguma. Uh, so he uh, he is the guy that is pretty much in charge of running the thing that is choosing between the Nebuloid girl suit or the Dakota suit. Yep. For the police. And he's a terrible middle manager. Yeah, he set he set up everything. <laughs> he set up everything. He put them all in the same house. But we then find out he's also a genius because that house is a fucking spaceship. Yeah, he knew this yeah. would come to like. No, the reason why he could put them all in the same house is because he the house was a spaceship for them. <laughs> he. <laughs> So uh, he comes down to Earth in disguise, and it's funny because he's a mole man. Like, yeah, he's basically the one who leased the house to everyone. Yeah. Or leased the apartment to everyone. Yeah, yeah. but he, he has to come down, so he is a mole person with just a, like, paper paper plate with a human face on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Walk, walking around, and he's taking, he, like... He, he's, not a, he's not a mole, he's a... He is not a regular person. Yeah. He is some sort of He's not of a animal. mole. Uh, <laughs> He's like no, he's a mole. That's yeah, he's a mole. He, that's right. Yeah, because he, he has glasses. He has little black eyes. Yeah, he's a mole. That's right. <laughs> he's a mole with a giant mustache. Like, <laughs> oh my god, the show. Um, so he is, uh, he he is told that he that they're doing a reality show for this because it's gonna make the space police like tons of money and give them good PR. Yeah. So the producer of this thing is just doing all these like super low angle shots and like trying to get like, upskirt shots upskirt candid shots, photos candid photos like all this good stuff yeah, yeah. All, all little girls stuff. and there's fucking the guys at home just like Whoa. and so when they're when when they're in uh when they're in a hot spring so all the girls and guys go to the hot spring and then we see the camera crew is climbing the cliff to get to the hot spring and we all know what ended up happening was they all made it to the male bath and not the female bath. Yeah, of course. And so that's why they say that's why they saw specifically Curry Saburo on screen, and the ratings just plummet. Absolutely. So then they have to have a uh, Mokumokuro just turn, act like he's Marin Flower until everybody shows up, and then Marin Flower shows. He's shows like, "What the fuck is away. this?" So yep. he tr- he he makes a makeshift robot and is jo- jokingly Marin Flower and then the actual <laughs> JD JDSF <laughs> show up and, bo- and blow him up yeah no it's just like uh, uh there's no way no one's gonna be able to stop and it's just the normal fucking air force just come yeah. in like just get and rid of the, him and the just get rid of him the producer is then literally sent to sent to a cold ice planet <laughs> No, but let's just say, like, I was dying a little bit when they were doing the show, and there was just the, the grown man watching everything with, you know, the two little girls, and then the, his his <laughs> son's just like, Mom, Mom, Dad's watching. No, his grandpa. <laughs> oh, his grandpa. Grandpa's watching. Uh, he's, just trying to, he's trying to get attention. Because <laughs> it's so great. No one should be able to get away with that in space, but and, they do. Okay, I, I I need to also bring up a couple other things about Mokumokumo because like mm. we didn't get to talk about him enough, and almost every time he's on screen, he's hilarious. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like uh, he's he's basically going to be made into a janitor if they oh, fail no, one more time. No, oh, yeah. yeah. When he, when we have these, the inspector show up, and he's like, if these if these people don't produce results soon, you're you're how do you like toilets? And he's like, why? Because you're going to be scrubbing all those toilets. 
Yes. And so we're after the episode where Sayuri like fails epically. He just in falls into it. He's like, I'm ready. He's like, he, I'm he's ready. like, I'm ready, coach. What? And then he just drops his uniform and he's in the janitor costume <laughs> with all these janitor supplies on him. He's like, I'm ready to clean. And then he's just like, no, you, no, you're not doing that. We have a different idea in mind. <laughs> You're not doing that. All right, so now we get to the last two episodes where, now, it, takes, where it takes a quote-unquote serious turn. So cool. apparently there was a coup, and I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Because there was just a camp. I was like, when did this guy get introduced? Oh, yeah, so so what? So what? how this starts out is they're having the meeting where, they're at, where they've got all the information for the two suits, and they're going to pick which suit, right? Yeah. So they have all the all the brass up there, and so they present all the or Mogumokumo is presenting all the information. And then this guy just stands up and he's like, "Excellent, you've done all your work for nothing, because I have this other plan." And shows it in like it's, it's the, the approval. it's the ships. It's yeah. literally the, like the the crazy ships that are controlled by one mind that would literally destroy any planet. Yeah. So he he shows that, and then it turns out that he was planning to just. Take make a coup and take over the entirety of the Galactic Federation or whatever, <laughs> and so uh, they call everybody off. Uh, all the prisoners get sent back to jail. Uh, yep. Basically, everyone, it, it comes out that everyone now knows erased. who everyone is, and yeah. they have to start erasing. Every- well, they have to erase Oscar's mind and Suzo's. I mind. don't believe that they actually do erase Oscar's mind. She does. Uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, Namo. I think is the name of the little rabbit. He's the one that does it to her because then she she doesn't know like. When Asuka, or when Suzuo mentions Dakota, and she's just like, oh, what was that? Like, she, he's mentioning stuff, and she's just yeah. like, you're just a normal college student like me. Yep. Yeah, okay. But anyways, like, we have we have uh, the two humans' uh, memories erased, and then everybody else gets sent to jail. And then Doko- uh, and then Tom to Popo jail. gets, uh, gets uh, uh, ransacked Mokuro, oh, uh, in her office, and he's like, no, this was all a lie. You need to get you. We need Dakota. So she uh, she escapes as a fugitive and gets Dakota, and get and reawakens his memory and everything. And yep. he gets in well, the suit. Well, no, the gun doesn't work. No, his no, memories the, come back. His memories come back because he real because he because he th- because he remembers her as his little sister or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And then um, that's why when the situation was going on, where it's like Oscar runs into the room and just like, well, where's Suzuo? I believe uh, that I believe that that's also when um, her memories come back because it proved because we already were proven that it only takes a little bit of stimulus for your memories to come back after mm-hmm. the. I don't know because like she really didn't pop back in until sometime a well, little bit later. Well, one of the things well, we yeah. did in the in the dream episode, the mom literally if 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 there was even one thing that like disagreed with the fact that the mom thinks that Kosuzu is her daughter, she'd immediately forget. Or realize, or her memories would immediately reset to normal, and she'd be like, "Wait, who is this person?" Yep. So it was one of those things of, uh, it takes very little to reset the the memory uh, manip- manipulation. But with the whole thing going on, Marinflower kind of knew what was going on. Like he he pretty much saw this all happening, and he knew, like, well, he managed to uh, hack into one of the drones, yeah, and, and figure and learn out what was going on. about it, yeah. And he did this while he was on Earth. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he, so he's in prison, and he breaks out of prison. Everybody yep. breaks out of prison. Uh, Dakota is being held by things that stop the zealous waves of bravery. 
<laughs> yes. Oh my god! I think my favorite my favorite moments near the end where I'm literally like sitting down and then they show all the children watching him fight the fight the villains. Come on, we they, gotta go. Everything's going bad. The, but wait, they do Children of the Dakota. World, which of is a, which is the most like it is the moment that I'm sitting there like they're gonna just do, they're doing Children of the World. They like every stupid Tokusatsu series does near the end. Yeah. In the like in like the nineties where they're like all the kids are like go go and well, like well yeah Matt we're at the end of our journey yeah <laughs> uh so we so he ends so they end up getting uh needing the ship and the ship ends up being Cosmo, Cosmo House, House. <laughs> because how else how else was the Galactic Federation gonna afford an entire apartment for six individuals. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was shocked when they're like, it's a ship, and then Mogamokuro is just like, ha well, that was my plan all along. Well, yeah, I knew it was a ship. Was, how else were you guys expecting to get free room and board for, <laughs> <laughs> for six people? Like, no, of course you were all living in a thing that we constructed. Uh, but right now, the plan is to get something to incriminate uh, Greed, I think was his name? Uh, whatever, the villain. The villain. Yeah. Uh, we need to incriminate him somehow. So, uh, the the assistant of Mogu Mokuro is walking with him down a hallway, and then he's babbling on about, I did this, I overthrew, I'm bad man. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she's like, well, that seems really bad. And he's just like up against the wall. Like, I no, am the Senate. I am the Senate. You cannot stop me. And then she's like, oh, I have all this now. Uh, I we're going to get you. Pause. I had to Google because he says, I am. He literally almost says, I am the Senate. And I had to go Google when Revenge of the Sith came out and when this got dubbed to know for certain if that was an actual reference to Star Wars because most of this thing is just a Star Wars ripoff. No, unfortunately, <laughs> it was before. But if. Uh, go away, Google. Bad Google. Shh. All right. The more you talk about it, the more you give it power. <laughs> so, we, uh. So we all storming the GDF. Yeah, we storm the GDF. Everybody's having their sacrificial moments that happen in all these things where they're all quote unquote. Yeah, where they're all <laughs> you go on ahead, leave me behind. No, where it's like okay, so Marinflower is like I'm gonna go sack myself off, and then Creek uh, is like no, don't do it, that's stupid, and everyone's like no, but he's like aha, I'm fine. Yeah, and then yep. um. Uh, Hyacinth and Pierre are like Pierre's fighting his last breath, and then yeah. Hyacinth's like, "Hold on, uh, just gonna be a moment." Yeah, uh, Ruri, don't give up. Like you're stronger than all of us. Uh, you're my <laughs> friend, and then she dies. Well, she, <laughs> air quotes. Yeah, she, she looks like she is actually dead because blood coming from her forehead just like closes her eyes, and then uh, Pierre in the saber tooth yeah. lion form is just like laying down next to her, also like beat up. And I'm like, uh. Of course, this is showing them looking like they're dead, but we all know nobody dies. Yeah. No. God, no. <laughs> and no we don't dies. see Rory in a situation where it looks like she's going to die or anything, but, like, they uh, just flip away from her. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, she, she, it's one of those things where she, like, mans up and then runs out where her bear is, and then there's a flash, and then we go back to Nerloid Girl and Dakota actually doing the thing. Yeah. Solving the problem, fighting the bad guy, winning the winning the day. Yeah, but Huzzah. it's unfortunate it didn't end with a and then a double rider kick. And then the that is unfortunate. And then <laughs> it the, would have been um, so nice. Oh wait, no. And and when they're all doing the children of the moment scene at at the very end, they're like Dokoida is still being beat, and then Neuroloid Goral just comes in <laughs> for this assist. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then they pretty beat, good. And then they beat the villain, and then uh, the so, Galactic President is like, you all get whatever, you all get one wish that you want. They're like, I don't know what my wish will be. And then, cause, uh, and then Suzo is like, I know what it is. I know what, I know what everyone's wants. wishes. And then and everyone goes back to living. And Cosmos house. Yeah. Yep. So now they're basically, they all know who each other is yeah. now, but it's like, who cares? I mean, they, yeah. like, they're all <laughs> friends and they all just want to live together in their, in their house and rent free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, it hits you with the feels in the last couple episodes. Yeah, it comes comes to bite you. Definitely cried a couple times in the final two episodes. So I got I got I got emotional, but I never really like no tears came out. All I was right. just like, damn, that made me upset. All and right. I had my my right, my little Caesar's pizza. All right, Rob, what it's time to talk animation. about some animation. All right, so let's talk about some chunky animations. I mean, uh, this is 2003A, so we some, have to... Some chunky animations. Chunky animations. This so, is 2003. So if you remember the likes of things like... So the specific way that people are drawn in this show is a specific style to the person who... So I guess since Yufa Table was the one that did the, the anime adaptation of the manga... Um, this specific style that they draw in is one that I didn't appreciate when I was a kid, but I slowly grew to enjoy it a lot more. And it's what really synced into my mind the kind of art style that I enjoy with anime. And it's 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 that. Also, I feel this is so this so two thousand three, two thousand four is the start of the uh, digital digital coloring and cell shaded, and this one I don't think was. I think this one was still hand hand colored. This one was storyboarded and hand drawn, and yeah. it was it this, was done with the multiple layers. Yeah, this one was this one was pre all the digital effects, which let let's put it this way: you uh, UF, uh UFO table, um, they are good or they're amazing now because of digital their digital animation skill. Yeah. They, really they've learned how to do 3D maneuvering like better than anyone in the in the business. Um, they were still they, their animation style for this era is really good still, and it made me feel like man, I haven't watched an anime like this for a while. So like, jab, I like Yufa Table way more than I like Type Moon when it comes to this sort of stuff. I mean, Type Moon's never not an anime studio. It's unfortunate. Type Type Moon is the people that make the 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 perverted game the, the bad things <laughs> um so let's talk about the music this opening is exactly my kind of jam yeah <laughs> it, it was really good to listen to and the ending too is actually really good where yeah. it has the stylized shots of everyone's yep. room yeah it's super nice yeah. super fun you get, a, you get a good feeling of who everyone is yeah, yeah. um uh, very good, very good all around. Oh, the, the the Dakota theme song that's constantly playing when Dakota's out is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the kind of, like, silly old anime theme song that I want to hear. Yep. It's good. All right. I think that's that's about it, right? Nothing else we want to talk about? No. no. This all was right. a pretty stylized, pretty good anime. I like it. It aged well. Um, I think everyone should watch this. So... Where do we think we should put this in uh, the rankings? A. A? I say A. I'm done with that. All right. Into the rankings it goes. Uh, D-O-K-K-O-I-D-A. Uh, uh, exclamation, question mark. Question, question mark, exclamation. I thought it was exclamation, question mark. It ends with a question mark. No, it's that. 
No, 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 because it should be the exclamation and then with a question. Because it's like you're excited, but you're asking a question like, who is that? Uh, okay, we No, it's that way. It's not. It is that way. Show me. Pull it up. Right now. Bet on me mum. Bet on me mum. Damn it, he's expanding the window. Never mind, I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. The gambit didn't pay off. Uh, Got him. Got him. File. The big oof. How did you not have this ready? Look. We're looking. (laughs) Look. (laughs) Look with your eyes. Fill time, fill time, dude. So let me let me let me talk about um, bacon bits. Uh, don't <laughs> eat right. them normally. All right, we got the random. Okay, cool. Already. I didn't have to talk about. I'll them. eat them. Right. I'll eat them normally. Randomize. <laughs> Disgusting. Do, 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 do. Time, time travel, travel girl. girl. Time. Ah, travel. yes, we bring back the oh, chronometer. We almost had Ari life. Uh, I don't know Ari life. I don't either. Oh boy, another chronometer. Time travel girl. Oh, it's a shoujo mojo for the bojos that like. No, no it knows. just says shoujo there because that's jer- girl in Japanese. Your girl in Japanese. I have to close this. No! <laughs> Fucking Matt. God damn it. Now you're covering up the waveform. Now I'm not. I. I I couldn't click the go away button. Six and a half. What? Oh, it's got a six and a half user for Uh, So let's go over episodes. the synopsis. T- time travel shoujo is based on a 1983 you book don't, titled... Don't. Don't. It's what? not good. What do you mean it's not good? The synopsis is bad? Synopsis is bad. <laughs> Tells you nothing. Oh, it doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> it actual. doesn't tell you oh, anything. No, it doesn't tell us anything. Oh, right. no. <laughs> Hatsume Haken Monogatari Zenshu. Mari Haisi is a schoolgirl whose father, Eiji, disappeared three years ago, leaving behind a pendant known as the Armillary Compass. One day, after coming across a peculiar book about various scientists throughout history, their Armillary Compass glows, sending Mari back in time. Mari, supported by her best friend, Waka Mizuki, and her brother, Shun, Travels all across time in search of her father, meeting the various scientists who change the way people think about electricity. We're going to be learning stuff. We're going to learn today, boys. I can't wait to be able to talk about how much of a hack Nikola Tesla is. I can't wait to talk about fucking Japanese Edison. That's going to be fun. I can't wait to talk about time travel. Let's go. Oh, is this going to be actual time travel now? Not like Bakamatsu's time travel? That's not how time travel works. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right all right so that is it for 26 and under um this is oh yeah who, what is the studio that did this so i can kind of have a uh, wow, wow world. world wow and it's on funimation cool so that means that i need to watch it on funimation 2016 it's not that long ago no oh. it's not i've never heard of this i have speed grapher oh. is good no I've, I've i've heard of speed grapher i've heard of anime gotteries uh, I'm just scrolling uh, through. I'm saying I never heard of this, and I was watching anime oh. in 2016. So, oh, a lot of these look really weird. Yeah, they do. They have very few. Uh. They have a very particular style. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very crunchy. So this has been 26 and under. This has been Matt. My and Henry. Vibrated. 
What? What? I'm Robert. I'm Henry. <laughs> Signing <laughs> off. With it. My phone won't stop vibrating. Correct. <laughs>